Well, good evening, everyone. Um, just wanted to uh, encourage us as we step into worship tonight and um, take us to a place in Scripture that I think is um, uh, a heartfelt uh, uh, piece of Scripture, and I think will kind of kind of start start the the night off and set the tone for the evening. And so, um, uh, it's Matthew chapter. 26, and uh, the disciples are gathered with Jesus, and this, this woman comes in, and, and I'll read it in just a second, but this woman comes in, and she, she takes this alabaster, alabaster flask, and she filled with perfume that is expensive, and she, she begins to pour it all over Jesus. And um, it says this in verse 6, and, and when Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil. And she poured it on him, uh, on his head, and sat as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why? This waste, for this fragrant oil might have been sold for so much more and given to the poor. For when Jesus, but when Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. And I love this woman as she comes in with this cost to her worship. She comes in and she pours this very expensive oil all over Jesus. And, and, and the disciples were just like, that's, that's horrible. Like, that, that's, that's not good stewardship. <laughs> and yet... Jesus says, oh, that's the best stewardship. Because her worship cost her something. And I want to encourage us tonight. We're coming in from all kinds of different places. Some of you might be coming in with a heavy heart because of a loss. And your worship's going to be costly tonight. Maybe you've come in tonight and, and your body is in pain. And as you stand up, that pain is what you're offering to the Lord. It costs you something. But tonight, let's not come into the house of the Lord without any cost. Let's come in with worship that, that is truly from the heart and is, and, is, and is worthy of what Jesus is saying. Is pour out on me whatever you have and, and let that worship bring glory to his name and so tonight as we as we go to the lord in prayer i want to encourage you wherever you're at just lay aside today lay aside your thoughts maybe maybe your cost is focus like lord i need to focus because my mind's all over the place right now and so as we, as we stand and we worship the, tonight, 
and, and we pray, we spend time in prayer and worship tonight, I just want to encourage you, let your worship be true out of a cost that comes from your heart. And so let's pray. Father, we just ask, Lord, as we come to you, Lord, as this woman came with a heart of saying, Lord, I'm going to give you the most costly thing in my life. I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to pour it on you. Lord, may we come with that same heart to worship you tonight. Would you inhabit the praises of your people? May it be a sacrifice of praise to you tonight that would bring uh, honor and glory to your name. And so, as we come together in the house of, in your house tonight, Lord, I pray that our voices, our hearts, our body language would, would reflect that very heart tonight of worship. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand with me and let's worship.
we just come before you knowing and acknowledging that we can't do this alone. 
that, Father, there are so many things, so many battles, so many mountains and hurdles that we face in our lives. And Father, we just don't know how to face them without you. So Father, I just pray that we can come before you, that we can humble our hearts before you and just cry out to you and say, God, we need you. We need you like we need water, like we need air. So Father, we're just here to praise you and worship you for who you are. We love you and we praise you. In your name we pray, amen. Hey, I just wanted to uh, share a few verses um, that the Lord's really been using in my life lately. And I know that there, you know, there are a few verses that we hear all the time, but if you want to, um, you can turn your Bibles uh, to Psalm chapter 46. And uh, it's just 11 verses. I'm gonna read it all. And it says in verse one, uh, that God is our strength a very present help in trouble. Aren't you grateful for that tonight? Thanks, Sherman. Uh, Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, even though the mountains be carried into the midst of sea, the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. Because there is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations rage, the kingdoms are moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. In verse eight, it says, come and behold the work of the Lord who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. It says, be still and know that I am God and I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And what I love about this Psalm is it really puts back everything that we're going through into perspective. You know, though the earth uh, fall into the heart of the sea, though the mountains be uh, the mountains be removed. It's telling us that we can direct our attention to the Lord's power and his sovereignty and his grace at the worst of times. And it directs us to give him glory for what he's done in our past and what he will do in our future. And uh, just a couple, a couple points. You know, in verse one through five, he really calls us to take comfort in the Lord when things are looking really bleak in our lives. And I don't know what you've come in here tonight with. Maybe, you know, you're entering uh, the sanctuary tonight in the midst of a trial or something in your life that that's looking really dark. You don't know how you're gonna get out of it. You don't know what the Lord's doing in and through it. And it's and it's and it's been a really tough season. I know that for me and my family, we've just been going through it for a long time. But we can look to the Lord in the midst of really bleak circumstances and find hope. And in verses six through nine, he says to mention and praise the great things that he has done for us against our enemies. And just for a moment, just begin to think of some ways in the past that the Lord's been faithful. 
some ways that he's, he's shown up in your lives. He's made a way where you didn't think there was a way. You know, maybe he, he parted a Red Sea in your life that you had a situation that you never thought you could get out of. But miraculously, the Lord made a way. And then in verses 10 and 11, it says, he's telling us to assure ourselves that God who has glorified himself will yet be glorified again in whatever you're going through. And uh, the, the verse that the Lord's really been using in my life is, is verse 10, and it's probably the one that you've heard the most in this psalm. And I think it's funny sometimes how you hear something over and over and over again, but then you hear it that one time and it becomes fresh again. But he says to be still and know that he is God. To be calm and tremble no more. To take comfort that the Lord is God and that he's sovereign over your life and that he's going to be exalted over every situation, above every circumstance. And you may feel beaten down tonight, but I wanna encourage you not to feel dejected because in whatever you're going through, I wanna remind you that the Lord is working and he's working on behalf of his name. He's working in you, he's working through you, he's working in whatever situation that you're in. And even though it may be painful and you might have a day, you know, where it's hard to crawl out of bed, but I want to remind you that he's wasting nothing in your life. And in Proverbs, it says, the Lord, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they find safety. And we can turn to the Lord, amen? In moments of uncertainty, in moments of difficulty, in moments of trial and find rest in safety, but it takes effort. It takes us running to him. And so we're gonna take the next few minutes tonight and I just enter into a time of prayer, but we're gonna put this into practice. We're gonna be still and we're gonna know that he's God. We're gonna run uh, to the father to allow the truth of God's sovereignty to comfort us. And when you're praying tonight, whatever you're going through, ask the Lord to be glorified in whatever situation you're in to give you strength, to remind your heart of God's love for you. Uh, but here's the challenge, is we have to let the Lord in. You know, have, has anyone ever heard of uh, the battle of 18 inches? Yeah, some people. So there's a battle of 18 inches and it's the battle between the head and the heart. There's 18 inches between your head and your heart. And there's, there's a difference between having a head knowledge and a heart knowledge. You know, okay, trans, moment of transparency. I love basketball and I love LeBron James. Uh, I'm unashamed. I can give you every stat line for LeBron James. I can tell you his birthday, his wife's names, his kids' names, his kids' birthday. It's kind of embarrassing, but it's real. But I've never met LeBron James. I don't know him personally. And there are some of you in here tonight who have a real head knowledge about the Lord, but it's disconnected from your heart. You can give verses and you can give encouragement and you can quote scripture, but you don't have that real heart knowledge of the truth of the gospel, the truth of who God is to you, the truth of how he can give you rest and safety. And so let's make an effort tonight to connect our heads and our hearts 
that even if your world feels like it's falling apart tonight, that you can find comfort here and now. And so the pastors are gonna come up front and be available for prayer. And I wanna encourage you guys to be honest with yourselves, be honest with the Lord in this time. Don't put on your pride pants and be like, I'm too good for prayer. I have it all together because nobody's got it together, amen? We can put on a face all we want, but it's not the reality of life. Stuff happens. We all go through difficult circumstances, difficult seasons, but this is a time to let the Lord work, to come alongside our brothers and sisters, to shoulder and champion each other into laying down our pride and allowing the Lord to come and do a work in our heart. So if you're dealing with anything tonight, big or small, uh, whether it's financial, it's something in your marriage, it's a job, it's, I don't know, whatever it is for you, I'm sure you can fill in the blank, whether you're struggling with fear or anxiety, like calm down, receive prayer, and let's really take refuge in the Lord together. So Father, we just thank you for this time that we can come in the middle, the middle of a, a busy work week, lay aside uh, the stresses of, of, of the day and just take hold of you. God, we just pray that the, the truth of who you say you are would resonate in our hearts, that that battle of 18 inches of knowing but having that heart knowledge would, would be bridged tonight. That as we approach your throne of grace uh, with boldness, God, that you would meet us, that we take the steps to trust you. We wouldn't just say that we trust you, but we would actually trust you. Or because we can look all throughout scripture and see how you provided. That you're Jehovah Jireh, you're Jehovah Rapha, our healer, Jehovah Nisi, the Prince of Peace. God, we just welcome who you are into our hearts. We surrender afresh and invite you to come and do what only you can. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Just want to encourage you guys, whether it's finding a place in the sanctuary by yourself, um, whether it's coming down and receiving prayer, really make the most of this time. You know, I, I think our world is crazy. Our lives are crazy. Uh, maybe your family's crazy, but we have an opportunity here and now to put the Lord first to humble ourselves, to open up afresh and allow him to come and do a work. So let's make the most of it. When the storm comes and waters rise When darkness feels like the closest friend of mine When my world fades, my heart will say That you're my God and I will never change When the ground shakes 
like tonight uh, the Lord wants to do a work and there's just some people with some bitterness in their heart towards the Lord whether it's because of something that you feel like he should have done or that shouldn't have happened I just feel like the Lord's saying that that He's with you in it. And He wants to use it. To bring you in closer. And it's been something that's been driving you away. But I just feel like the Lord wants to shift the perspective tonight. using it for your good and for his glory. As hard as it may be to believe that, to see that, and if that's you in here tonight, I just want you to believe Believe that, that the Lord wants to use it, that he wants to do it. But it's taking you, giving it up. Laying it down at the feet of Jesus. Letting him work in and through it. So don't leave tonight without dealing with it. But lay it down here and now. Thank you. 
Tonight, as we sing this last song, let's lift our gratitude to the Lord who has saved us, not by our works, not by anything that we can do, but what he has done through us. Let's lift our praises to him, all-powerful, almighty God, where he wakes us up in the morning. He says, I have a plan for you. He says, I have given you strength so that you may go out and tackle the day. He's giving you faith to believe that his promises are true, that his promises will never fall short, they'll never fail. So let's lift up our gratitude this evening to our Lord and Savior, where all of our worship goes. Let's worship. Sometimes it helps being the right key. You know, luckily the Lord is the God of second chances. Thirds. Sometimes third, yeah. <laughs> you guys don't want me to sing it in that key. <laughs> and all my words fall short. I've got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? 
I can sing these songs as I often do. Every song must end, but you never do. So I throw.
So I throw on my hands and praise you again and again. Cause all that I have is a hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know it's not much. I'm nothing else fit for my king. Except for a heart singing hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. So tonight we're going to do one more thing and then we'll, we'll be on our way and it's to pray together. And we want to be a, a praying church. And I know that uh, it's a little bit uncomfortable uh, to, to pray together, but remember a few things. And the first is God hears our prayers. Amen? Amen. So we get to come before the creator of the universe and he is willing to listen. So as we pray together, he's hearing uh, our prayers. And then the other thing to consider is nobody's a professional prayer. Like, I think that's probably really bad grammar, but when we go to uh, praying out loud, we're like, am I saying this right? And maybe somebody else in the group uh, prays better, and they may sound better, but God's not looking at, okay, you sounded really good, and so now that, that's, that, that's it. So it's important to know that, yeah, God hears my prayers, and he also uh, hears my heart. And we get the opportunity right now to intercede on the behalf of others. And I think of Mark chapter 2, where there's four men who brought their friend to Jesus. And they get to the house. Their friend is crippled. He can't walk. And the house is packed. There's, there's no way for them uh, to, to get in. That'd be easy to say, all right, we're done. But instead, they get their friend up onto the roof, and they open up the roof and then let their friend down. Be careful when you lend your house to Jesus. Maybe a Jesus party that raises the roof, right? So they let down the friend, and Jesus said something very interesting. He says, on the faith of your friends, based on their faith, you are healed. It wasn't even his own faith, but the faith of his friends. And through prayer, we get to bring others to the Lord. So who is it on your heart that you're really burdened for tonight? Is it, is it a family member? Maybe you've been very burdened by what's been taking place in Ukraine and the church in, in Ukraine and believers in Russia uh, as well. And that's what God wants you to lift up. But right now, he's putting something on your heart, something that you're burdened with, something that you're to come before the Lord and intercede on behalf of others. So we're going to break up into groups of four to six or so, and then pray uh, as you feel led, quickly introduce each other, but then move right into the Lord's presence. Uh, ask someone in your group, would you be willing to start? And then as you're, you're led, just popcorn style, pray. And then when your group is done, you're dismissed. And so you, as you're praying together, when your group naturally finishes, then, then be dismissed and be blessed uh, with your evening. Sound good? All right, don't head for the door. I'm watching, okay? So break up into groups of four to six. God hears your prayers, and let's intercede on the behalf of others.